Welcome to the Chap Chat Podcast. Each week, you're going to be joined by one of the chaplains here at Joint Base Charleston to hear about different topics concerning spiritual resiliency. Sometimes there will be guests. Sometimes it'll just be a chaplain discussing a topic that's been close to his or her heart over the past week. We hope you find these enjoyable, interesting, and above all useful as you figure out what spiritual resiliency looks like to you. The opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily represent the position of the United States government or the United States Air Force or any other United States DOD entity. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Chap Chat podcast brought to you by the Joint Base Charleston Chapel Team. I'm James Harris, your host, and today joined by a very special guest, Second Lieutenant Patrick McDuff, who is a chaplain candidate with the United States Air Force Reserve. Lieutenant McDuff, how you doing? Good. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. So we're glad to have you. Lieutenant McDuff's been with us for the past three weeks now. Um, got one more week left in the tour. And today we're just going to be talking about what is the Chaplain Candidate Program. And if you want to get involved with that, what would it look like? So to start off, uh, Lieutenant McDuff, just tell me a bit about your journey, how you ended up deciding to become a Chaplain Candidate. Okay. So I actually had a... Um friend from college who uh, went through the chaplain candidate program for the army and so that's kind of how I found out about it and so I looked into it for the Air Force and um, got in touch with the right people Um, they told me you know what I was involved and what I needed to do to um, get the process started and so I went through and did everything that the recruiter told me and, uh, and so the first, the first thing is contact your recruiter, uh, and then you'll need to be endorsed, which we'll talk about that process in a, in a minute. And, uh, and you have to be a full-time student in seminary. Okay. So and when you're talking about a recruiter, you don't just go to any recruiter in the area, right? You've got to contact the specific officer recruiter? Right. <clears throat> if you go to the website, uh, which is what I did, um, and call they'll get you to the right person for your area because there should be a a chaplain recruiter for your geographic location and so uh, usually is what they'll do is uh, they'll kind of forward your information to them and they'll give you a phone call and if the office is close by you can actually go to their office Uh, but if not most things you can do um, through email online and over the phone okay and i assume a lot of it is just paperwork things like that right the forms you know, right. the, the lifeblood of the Air Force recruiting, you know, processing all the vast amounts of data that we need to get you checked out and qualified. Exactly. Okay, so we're talking about endorsement, um, and we talked about this a little bit on a previous episode with Chaplain Chandler. Um, all chaplains have endorsers. So some of these endorsing agents are denominations who have their own, if they're large enough to have multiple chaplains, they'll have an endorser. But for chaplain candidates, it's not a full endorsement. Right, it's a conditional. Well, it's it's an endorsement, uh, but it's just for chaplain candidate. So, when you later reappoint, you will need to be endorsed again. So, uh, as far as I know, it's it's the same type of endorsement, um, you know, the same process, but it's just on the form. Uh, there's actually a box. You know, it'll say active duty, reserve, or chaplain candidate. So, so they will check that box for chaplain candidate, 
but again, you will need to get endorsed again when you reappoint later. Okay. So what's the difference between a chaplain candidate and a chaplain? All right, that's a good question. So one of the big differences is as a chaplain candidate, um, we can't do any counselings. Um, we don't we don't have that 100% confidentiality um, because we're we're not a chaplain yet. So we're kind of in the process. We're we're sort of like a chaplain in training, if you will. And um, so we so we can't do those counselings. Um, but other than that, there are a lot of things that we still can do. For example, invocations, briefings, uh, preaching in the services, things like that. But yeah, I, I equate it as a chaplain in training. So there, there are things you, you can do, but not everything. And this program primarily for seminary students, that's when they come into it. So during the summers, you're doing your chaplain candidate tours? Right. So again, one of the requirements, you have to be in seminary full-time, uh, working on an MDiv, which is Master of Divinity. has to be at least a 72-hour program from an accredited uh, institution. And again, you have to have that endorsement. And then, so you'll work on your seminary classes during the fall and spring semesters. And then during the summer, uh, you will do your training with the Air Force. Okay, so first summer would be uh, officer training school, and then maybe something tacked on for the end of that. And then what you're doing right now is in the summers to follow, you get assigned to a base for your reserve duty, those active duty tour days. Um, so where have you been previously? Because this is not your first rodeo. Right. Um, so like you said, your first summer, you'll go to Maxwell Air Force Base in Montgomery, Alabama. And that's where you're going to go through the officer training school. So a lot of people are brand new. Some people are prior service, and so they know the ropes already. But a lot of people are like me and are brand new to the military. So that's going to give you all the training on the uh, procedures and the policies and protocol, um, you know, how to do all the basic things uh, for being an officer and just kind of speed you up uh, on the Air Force and what it means to be an officer. So that's the first step. And then in the following summers, you'll typically go to a base and that's when you kind of get the hands-on experience. Uh, You'll probably shadow a chaplain um, and see what it's like. Uh, then they'll let you do some things um, and, you know, kind of test the waters. But I've been to Davis Monthan Air Force Base, uh, Shepherd Air Force Base, and Dover Air Force Base before here. Okay, so that really lets you get a fuller picture of the different components of the Air Force, different match comms that you get to go to, different chapel teams, see what the work-life balance, battle rhythm looks like if you were to reappoint as a chaplain. Right, and that's kind of the point is, like you mentioned, to give you an idea of the different match comms, just see what it's like, because every base is different, you know, every base has a different feel to it. Um, so you'll get to interact with different chapel teams, uh, see how, how they do it. Um, so it's good experience to see different different aspects of the Air Force. Yeah, um, and from this program, it is while it is funded by the reserves, while you're a part of the United States Air Force Reserve, when you reappoint as a chaplain, you can go to any guard, reserve, or active duty, or is it just you go and 
do reserve time and then switch around? So they're actually kind of changing it. Um, it's gone through some different phases. Um, the way it is now is the, the default is you'll go reserve. Now, um, you can be considered for active duty. Um, and, you know, if you get picked up, then you can go straight to active duty. Uh, but typically, you're going to serve reserve at first. Uh, but, you know, there is that option for National Guard. But again, the program uh, has been through a lot of changes, and it's, it's always changing. So that's kind of the process at the moment. Okay. So, yeah, so ultimately, if you are interested in joining the Chaplain Corps, if you're considering going to seminary, um, whether you're enlisted right now, coming off the street, um, and this is something you want more info on, really, first step, go on your Google machine and figure out uh, the Chaplain Candidate, type that in, Chaplain Candidate, United States Air Force, and you can get the most up-to-date information. Right. They have a, a web page. Uh, again, like you said, plenty of information there. Uh, that'll have contact information um, so that you can reach out to someone. Uh, but yeah, they'll have a, a very, very good overview on the website of the program. Uh, they keep it up to date, and that'll give you the most current information on the website. Okay. Um, so taking it off the strategic level and going to the tactical level, for 2nd Lieutenant McDuff, what are you most excited about as you're entering this new season, this is your last chaplain candidate too, we're about to reappoint as a chaplain. What are you most excited about with being a chaplain? And what is something maybe you're unsure about or uh, have questions on? Um, all right, so for me, I'm just ready to, to be a chaplain and you know, minus the candidate part at the end uh, to, to finally have, for me, I'll have the cross as a Christian chaplain. Um, so looking forward to that. Uh, that opens up the door for more things that I can do, as I mentioned before, uh, can do counselings. Um, and then I'm, I'm looking forward to getting attached uh, to my base. Uh, they'll assign me a base. And so I'm looking forward to meeting the staff there and working with the airmen there and you know just jumping right in and, and getting my hands dirty. Um, so that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay, awesome. Um, well... Sam McDuff, any parting shots, any uh, other thoughts that you've held in reserve that you just want to share with the listeners today, whether it be about the Chaplain Corps, Chaplain Candidate Program, um, personal stuff, spiritual resiliency, the floor is yours. All right. Um, one thing, one just piece of advice, uh, if you're interested, is um, the whole endorser part. Uh, that's something a lot of people probably don't really know much about. And so, but it is a very important and key component. So really look into what's involved uh, to get endorsed because it's gonna, every endorser is different and has different requirements. Um, also, there's, there's many different options for endorsers. So just because you're one particular denomination, um, you know, there may be several available to you. So, so look and see which one fits you best uh, because, again, they're going to have differences among them, even if it's the same denomination. Uh, so get to know the endorser and what's involved uh, before you choose one. And then also keep good relations with your endorser. Um, stay in contact with them. Um, you know, Have that rapport so that if you need something that you can 
quickly and easily reach out to them. So that's, that's just my uh, piece of advice is that endorser component. Uh, again, because most people don't really know about that whole world of, of endorsement. Yes, it is a unique thing to the chaplain corps where the United States government cannot establish a religion. So we have a list of certified endorsing agents who are religious professionals in the civilian world that say these uh, men and women are fully qualified to be chaplains in their religious background. Um, and unique in that, that we are the only uh, aspect of the military that has that particular uh, system. So. Thank you so much for listening to the Chap Chat podcast again at Joint Base Charleston. Look forward, stay tuned for future episodes. If you find them interesting, helpful, uh, if they help you with your spiritual resiliency, make sure to share them with some friends. Pass the word around. Um, Patrick, thanks so much. Thank you, sir.